Hello, and welcome to our first podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants to learn or improve their English in a more natural way. I noticed there were a lot of podcasts, but I wanted to make something different where you can practice your listening skills and build vocabulary through casual conversation and a lot of my crazy stories. So in the following episodes, we will talk about many different topics and I will share many personal stories about my life. Hopefully they can make you laugh and provide some entertainment as I think my life could be a movie. So a brief introduction about me. Um, my name is Jordan. I'm 29. I'm from Washington State, but currently I live in Italy. So I moved here to study Italian during the pandemic. Because why not move to another country during the pandemic? That seems like the best time to move. Um, I also didn't think that my visa application would be accepted, but I applied and then surprisingly they accepted my visa so here i am um, i'm supposed to be living in the south of italy but i am currently staying in the north um, so i decided to study italian a couple of years ago when i lived in spain um, and i was living in spain to study spanish yeah and i ended up dating this guy who was uh, swiss italian and so I mean, I tried to practice my Spanish, but I ended up listening to Italian all the time because him and his roommates always spoke Italian. Um, so that brings me to my first story, which is how I met him. Um, we're not together anymore, but <laughs> he's a great, great guy. Um, so I moved to Spain on my own. And I was living in this like apartment, but I'm pretty shy and I lived alone. So I was like, okay, how can I make some friends or meet some people? Well, you know, in the 20th century, of course I used Tinder. So I went on Tinder and I was like, help, I'm lonely, I need some friends. And I ended up meeting with one of these guys from Tinder. Um, We'll just call him V, because I don't want to say his name on here. Um, so I met up with V, and we had a mutual dislike for each other. We were definitely not interested in each other at all. And there was a language barrier. Um, he was also Italian. <laughs> so, yeah, we tried to have a conversation, but it just wasn't going well at all. Um, but... I was also pretty lonely, so I didn't want to just go home. So when he said he had to leave, I said, Oh, um, well, where are you going? <laughs> like a sad puppy. And he said, Oh, I'm going to my friend's house. And I kind of looked at him like, Well, can I come? <laughs> and he noticed this look and he said, Oh, well, I can ask them if you can come. And I was like, yes, please. That would be amazing. I would love to come. So <laughs> little, little, to, little did I know, he texted the guys and he said, hey, I'm bringing this girl. She's really ugly. So um, if you want to hit on her, you can. <laughs> um, and he wasn't wrong. In this phase of my life, I, 
I didn't work out. So, I mean, I was skinny, but I was like skinny fat, you know. And I had recently cut off all of my hair. So I looked a bit like a little boy, um, <laughs> a little emo boy. <laughs> and uh, I would wear this beanie and my hood all the time because I didn't want people to see my hair. <laughs> so I, I had a lot going on in this period. And um, so yeah, he told them that I was ugly. We started going there. But on the way there, I started my, my period. So I said, great, can we please stop at the grocery store? And he was like, yeah. And uh, well, the only option at the grocery store was this really big box of tampons. <laughs> so now I had this very large box of tampons hanging out of my jacket pocket. Not the best look. So, <laughs> we showed up at the house, and the first thing I said was, can I use the bathroom? And I guess the guy, who would eventually be my boyfriend, had just taken a shit in the bathroom, and it smelled terrible. So they were all laughing at me as I went in the bathroom, which I didn't know. <laughs> and uh, so I came out, and... I was just really uncomfortable because they were all speaking Italian and I was too sober for the situation. So we started drinking mojitos and eventually I started warming up a little bit and started talking. And it was during this period um, in Valencia called Las Fallas, which is like a big festival week. So we were all going to go out and party um, and I had also been talking to this girl on Tinder, and she was like a tattoo artist from Austria, it was super cool, so I said, hey, we should meet up, and so the whole night, like, the whole first hour, we spent looking for this girl, but I couldn't find her, and at one point, I was pretty drunk, and I fell off the curb of the street, and I fell onto a pole, and I cracked my ribs. <laughs> so now I was laying on the ground, dying in pain, and I couldn't breathe. But luckily being drunk saved me. <laughs> so after a few minutes, I was able to get up and start, you know, partying again. Because <laughs> that's what you do during Las Fias. Um So then we ended up going to the silent disco. It was super cool. I've never been to a silent disco before. Um, and then the best part is we went back to these guys' house and one of them, um, Stefan, he said, oh, you can come and sleep with me if you want in my room. And I said, no, I can't. I'm on my girl time. And by girl time, I meant my period, but he thought that I meant I was a lesbian. So I have this whole song um, <laughs> about that, and it's a, it's a song that perfectly describes this story. <laughs> so I ended up crashing on the couch, and uh, in the morning, I went to use the bathroom, but um, I didn't realize that you can't flush tampons in Europe, 
So the toilet was clogged <laughs> and I came out of the bathroom and I looked at Stefan and I said, um, your toilet is clogged. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, I'll just go in there and fix it. And I was said like, I really don't think you want to do that because <laughs> um, my tampon is in there. And so he gave me a bag, <laughs> like a plastic bag to go and fish out the tampon. <laughs> oh, this story was so embarrassing. Why he liked me, I don't know. So I went in there and like a typical guy, they didn't have a trash can in their bathroom. <laughs> so I came out of the bathroom with this bag holding this tampon and I was like, where can I put this? And uh, he just looked at me like, oh my god. <laughs> So I put it uh, in their trash can in the kitchen, which unfortunately was full. So I just had to set it on top. All of my shame right there on top of the trash can. So that was the first exciting bit of the story. And it only gets better from there. So um, then we all went out to party again. And I didn't know that like culturally it's a little bit different like when someone offers you a place to stay like oh you can stay at my house you don't always have to accept but I thought Stefan was really cute so I kept saying yes but the guys were mad because I was basically cock blocking them meaning I was stopping them from getting girls <laughs> so I just kept hanging around and then um, at one point, I was like, well, I need to, <laughs> I need to wash my underwear because I've been wearing them for like two days. It's gross. So I went in the bathroom and I washed them. And then I hung them out to dry in Stefan's room on his, it, it was like a window, um, but there was no balcony or anything. It was just like a really deep window. So I hung them on the railing, but it was a really windy day. So they blew off of the railing and they got stuck in the window seal <laughs> on full display. So then I was trying to get them out, but I couldn't reach them because the window was like five feet long. <laughs> so I went out of the room and I looked at Stefan and I started laughing and he was like, what did you do now? And I said, well, my underwear are stuck in your window. And he was like, why? <laughs> and I was like, well, I had to wash them. <laughs> and the wind blew them away. <sighs> so we got the camera tripod and used it as like giant tweezers. <laughs> and we got the underwear out of the window seal. And then... Um, somehow, after all of these crazy events, on like day number five, Stefan kissed me. And so I was very happy because, I mean, I really liked him, but I didn't want to like ruin a friendship because I, I mean, I just met him. <laughs> so slowly we sort of fell in love and, um, then things got kind of funny again 
because <laughs> so a couple of years before this I was in Spain again um you know doing the typical cliche backpacking trip and I had met this guy named Raul and how I met him was I was on a bus going to Granada and uh I saw this guy come on was Raul and he had a mohawk and a skateboard and I thought he looked kind of cool um you know my type of guy is the one that has a lot of problems so <laughs> I said that's the one I want and uh he didn't sit by me so I was like hmm, maybe he's maybe he's not interested and um okay at this time I had longer hair okay I wasn't as terrible looking as this part of the story but so during the long journey of the bus ride we stopped to have a snack um and I was sitting on the curb and Raul started walking towards me and he got about five feet away from me and then he turned around and walked away and I thought what the fuck like that's really weird <laughs> um so then I realized that maybe he wanted to talk to me but the whole rest of the ride he didn't talk to me he didn't sit by me so I thought okay whatever like it's not not a big deal. So then I get to Granada and I went to my hostel and I put my stuff away and then I was like going to a cafe because I was really hungry. So then I'm sitting at this cafe and I hear a fucking skateboard. <laughs> and I look to my right and here's Raul skateboarding by. He just drives by and we both looked at each other like what are you doing here? And then I I noticed that he went um, around the block. And then he came back. And so then he was just kind of standing there awkwardly with his skateboard, like by the stoplight, about, I don't know, 20 feet away from me. So I looked at him and then he, he wasn't looking at me, but he kept standing there for like 10 minutes. So I was like, well, <laughs> maybe he wants to talk to me. And when I'm uncomfortable, I just start laughing. So this whole time I was laughing and I had to look like I wasn't a crazy person. So I was holding my phone and laughing at nothing. <laughs> so eventually I, we made eye contact and I said like, come over here. So he came over, he didn't speak English. Um, you know, we ended up hanging out for a couple days, which was nice. So, Fast forward back to the future. Um, I was in Spain and I was hanging out with Stefan, falling in love with Stefan. But I had been talking to Raul. We kept in touch over the last couple of years. And he said, oh, I bought tickets to come see you because he lived in Madrid and I lived in Valencia. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> like, what terrible timing is this? <laughs> So then things got kind of weird um, and Stefan was like, do you want to hang out this weekend? And I said, oh, I can't. I have someone coming to visit me. And uh, <laughs> so Raul came and the whole time I was just thinking about Stefan. So uh, it was kind of awkward <laughs> and Raul was staying with me in this house and in this house I lived, it was called Casa Verde, it was, means like greenhouse, and it was a shared community house, so there were like 40 people living in there, 
and I just had a room. So if anybody needed to get into the house, they could easily just press the button and someone would let them in. So <clears throat> that's where the story gets funny because... <laughs> so it was the weekend and Stefan and his roommate were out at the bar at Cafe Berlin. And he said, like, okay, we weren't really talking because it got kind of awkward. <laughs> but he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just out at the bar. And he said, me too. And I said, well, which one? And he said, Cafe Berlin. And I said, oh, cool. And he said, yeah, you can come here if you want. And I said, okay, how long will you be there? And he said, well, we're probably going to leave in 20 minutes. Well... We were about two miles away. It usually takes me like 40 minutes, 45 minutes to walk there. So I made Raul and me run as fast as we could to this bar. <laughs> and Raul doesn't know what's happening. I'm a shitty person, okay. But um, <laughs> so we get to Cafe Berlin and Raul goes in the bathroom and then... Um, me and Stefan start making out <laughs> and then it becomes like a fun game where every time Raul goes to the bathroom Stefan and I are like making out or something like that um, so again not ideal not the best situation and yes I feel kind of bad kind of guilty for being a shitty person but it just didn't seem important in the moment <laughs> so um then throughout the night, as we got more drunk, it was getting more obvious. So we ended up in the nightclub and it was about, I don't know, maybe 3, 4 a.m. And um, Raul went to the bathroom again. And apparently he goes to the bathroom a lot in this story. Me and Stefan were on the dance floor and we started making out. And then Raul came out of the bathroom and he saw us making out which he got very angry of course and uh he started calling me names and I said I'm sorry I'm sorry you know it wasn't supposed to be like this like I feel really bad so I went up to apologize to him to like try to make things better but I accidentally knocked his glass out of his hand and it shattered all over the floor so now he was really mad <laughs> so he storms off and I don't see him for until like 7 a.m. So during this time, um, me and Stefan were standing like in the stairwell, like two high schoolers making out. <laughs> and uh, this girl who's high on like ecstasy or something, she comes walking down the stairs and she stops and stares at us. And she puts her hands on both of our shoulders and she looks at Stefan, she looks at me, she looks back at Stefan, back at me. And she goes, wow, you guys are like totally in love. <laughs> and me and Stefan looked at each other and Stefan was like, yeah. <laughs> to which of course my heart melted. And uh, that's how it started. And then, um, I realized the next day, oh shit, where did Raul sleep? Because he was staying at my house. Well, 
fortunately slash unfortunately, someone had let him into my house in the room. So I said like, okay, I have to go back and talk to him. <sighs> so I made Stefan come with me. So we walked back to my house and I look up at the house and I see Raul standing on the balcony, flipping me off with both hands. <laughs> and I thought, well, this will be a really fun conversation. I can't wait. <laughs> so I went upstairs alone. And uh, basically, he just yelled at me for 30 minutes, calling me a bunch of names. Luckily, most of them were in Spanish, so I couldn't understand. <laughs> but, you know, I just apologized because it wasn't supposed to be like that. You know, I didn't plan any of those events to happen. And so, yeah, safe to say me and Roel are not friends anymore, and we don't keep in contact. <laughs> um... Yeah, so then that started my whole love for, <laughs> I don't know, for foreign guys, I guess. And that led me here to Italy. And I will tell you some more stories next time. But thank you so much for listening. If you have any suggestions, feel free to let me know. Um, if you want to hear about any specific topics, I'm also happy to talk about some of those. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. See you later.